welcome to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast, where we look at behind the scenes of why and how leaders are making an impact and how you can too. I'm Shay Wheat, the founder and CEO of Grace and Ease Productions and the host of Creating Powerful Impact podcast. We support six, seven, and eight-figure speakers, coaches, and expert thought leaders in creating powerful and profitable live and virtual live events. Our clients have made over $25 million in revenue, gained over 3,700 new clients, and changed the lives of over 29,000 attendees with events as few as 50 people and over 4,000 in attendance. So stick around to the end of the show where we'll reveal how you can be a next guest in just 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I've got a powerhouse woman to share with you today. Um, she, Her motto I love is she laughs, she plays, she thrives, she soars. And that is none other than Shira Stallings. And to date, she has actually trained over 1,500 entrepreneurs and small business leaders and currently runs a transformational leadership program that has over 120 leaders enrolled. She's been rocking it. She's been rolling it. She's had some ups and downs, which we'll probably get into a little bit, but I'm very excited to share her with you today because we're going to talk a little bit about the new economy, which I'm excited to dive into more. So hello, hello, and welcome. Excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Shay. I'm so happy to be here. I'm ready to just dive in. Let's have some fun with this. <laughs> I am all about having fun. Um, <laughs> you know, we we we're in business because you know we want to create impact and we want to change lives and create a wave of change. But let's have some fun along the way, shall we? <laughs> Absolutely. It's all about. And I passion. love your motto. It's all about that: laughing and playing and thriving and soaring. Let's dive into that first. Kind of how did that motto kind of come about for you? It's about not taking life so seriously. We have goals, we have drives, we have dreams, we have vision. We're constantly thinking about what is our purpose? What is our next Shay? What is the thing, the impact we want to make in the world? What kind of influence we want to have? And then there's this drive, right? I, I am a New Yorker. I'm a native New Yorker. And so we're constantly on, have this drive. We're on our grind. Oh. But then sometimes we have to slow down the pace. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like I have this dual citizenship because my, my family is from the, although it's still America, they're from the Carolinas where it's very slow pace, mm -hmm. grew up on a farm, you know, goes to my grandparents' farm. And so we have to, one, we have to take a, the, the, the saying, you know, to stop and to smell the roses. And so she laughs, she plays she thrives, she soars. Sometimes it may not necessarily be an equal balance between the four things, but there has to be some type of harmony, some mm -hmm. type of synergy that just as much as we work hard, we have to remember to play and to enjoy the moment and really sit into why we are doing the things mm -hmm. that we do and the love that we have for it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I don't know if this is true for you, but 
And as you've like grown and scaled your company, have you experienced the more that you actually put time and energy and intention towards that play, that um, laughing, that like enjoyment of it, that your business actually grows and thrives more? It does. And it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't become hard. And what I mean by hard is you learn how to manage those challenging times. You learn how to, um, let's say you, you, you scale down the meter of those stresses Mm -hmm. that may, um, create burnout Mm -hmm. for others because you learn how to laugh and play and laugh and you know and and you learn how to do you learn how to do those things and Shay you said something interesting you say with intention mm-hmm. so sometimes yeah. I have to schedule myself <laughs> to play because sometimes I have to schedule yeah. myself to do the things to laugh and to yeah. connect with what I would call my spark team, those people that bring that type of energy into my space, into my world to make, to make that happen. It, I have to do it intention because life gets in the way. We'll find oh ourselves burning a candle it's from both crazy. ends. Yeah. Okay. So one, I'm not alone. That's great to hear. Thank you very yep. much. And, you know, especially when we end up doing um, planning for the year, what we do is we definitely go, okay, what are all the things that we want to do for play and for fun and, you know, for the life size of us versus just the business side of us. And, and I think that life is just crazy and it's busy. And if you don't actually put the intention to go this week, I'm actually taking off. Or this week where, you know, it tends to be a slower season for us. Let's actually do a holiday. You know, um, I try and take every other Friday off because it ends up matching up with my fiance's schedule. And so it's like, okay, now everything else can get put in because it, what I've noticed, and tell me if this is true for you, if you don't end up putting that time in there, it's going to fill with something else anyway. Why not actually be intentional to put something in there for fun and laughter and enjoyment? Right. And you know what, Shay? Life, life is an event. We <laughs> just have to plan it. Yes. Life is one big event. We have to plan it. We can't just let life happen to us, right? Right. Plan it. Right. Plan it. Yep. You're speaking and language. It's the planner <laughs> in me. <laughs> yeah. Just don't let life happen to you, you know? Right. And, you know, and you can plan to be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. You can. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Well, okay. So that's kind of the motto. Um, Would you share with our community a little bit about, you know, what it is that you're doing high level? How are you creating impact in the world? How are you supporting your audience out in the space? Okay, that's a loaded question. Let's see. So my background, I have 20 years of experience in attracting and retaining business um, in the energy and engineering world. And since then, you know, within that time and that space, I wanted to create impact for others, particularly women, although I have men clients as well, other women around me. And so I created an organization called She Source LLC. It's a transformational and leadership organization where I help women realize 
their dreams, launch their project and that their ideas. But most importantly, we really zero in and zone in on those areas, those blind spots that create barriers to their success. Mm-hmm. And also that. to build a lasting legacy in the end. And for each of us to continue to win personally and professionally. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's important to really have community and have that connection and have people that you can bounce ideas off of, as well as having a support system where somebody's just a little bit ahead of you, right? Like I personally have a couple of different coaches and a couple of different masterminds that I'm involved in because they're a little bit further along. They're already have done and accomplished and experienced what is uh, I'm now working on. Um, and I think it's important that, especially as women, we get together and, and connect with each other on, on things along those lines. Is that a little bit about, you know, part of your She Soars community? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's almost like iron is sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. We're gleaning from each other, picking up golden nuggets, along the way absolutely where we're no man is an island mm-hmm. and no woman is an no island. woman's an island <laughs> <laughs> no woman is an island no woman's an island absolutely so when we when we were jumping on here uh we were touching a little bit about um your version of the new economy and i think it was really really fascinating so i want to make sure that we bring that to the listeners would you explain a little bit about what is the new economy Absolutely, Shay. Usually when people think about economy, you're you're thinking economics, you're thinking finance, you're thinking your bank account, Mm -hmm. even inflation, right? Interest rates. And I, even over the course of the years, as I've been talking about this, we live, the new economy is all about relationships. We live in a relational economy. It's all about relational brilliance. We are no longer, because of social media, the internet, we're no longer six degrees of separation. I really do feel that the next person that you would like to meet to bring you to your next, or it's only about two degrees of separations, separation. And lastly, Shay, um, in order for us to truly master the art of multiplicity, it's going to be through our intention and building authentic relationships. And that's what we'll start to see and master multiplicity in opportunities and our businesses and meaningful relationships, finances, you, you just name it. It's all about relational brilliance. Mm-hmm. And so in the relational relational business, if I can say that properly. Brilliance. Yes. Yes. Brilliance. Yes. Um, what are, what are you seeing? So it's, it's mainly like as things like networking or is it being in community or tell me a little bit more about that. So you bring up a word, you said networking, that's one, but I, I twisted, I put a little twist on that. Usually um, instead of networking, I like to use the word net weaving. Hmm. Usually when we go to a networking event, I'll say pre-pandemic, now that the world is opening up, post-pandemic, people are starting to go out more, depending on what state, you you know, where you live. 
So usually you grab your contact information, business cards, or, you know, whatever you're, and you're like, I'm going to this event to meet as many people as I can, share my business, share my ideas, or try to pick up as many clients, me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. What I coach around is the next time you go to a networking event, do not share anything about yourself unless asked. Mm. Your goal is to go there to genuinely meet as many people as you can and to find out what it is that they do, that they do. Mm-hmm. What are the things that they are passionate about? And then At that very moment, you decide, one, if it's somebody you can work with, set up a date, coffee or tea. Number two, if they have a product or service that you can't use at that moment or may not be interested in, do you know someone else? Be intentional about connecting them with someone else. Mm -hmm. And so go there to be intentional about serving. Go there and be intentional about helping someone launch their dreams. And I tell you, when you're when you are intentional about that, Shay, I am a lover of people. I love to see people win. I love when they get excited, when they share that very thing that they always want to do and they're in it, they're doing it, they're launching, they launched it, they're killing it, they're unstoppable. And to be a part of even helping them kick the ball further down the street, Mm -hmm. you will find, you would be surprised about the reciprocity that comes out of that, except for that that's not your goal. That's not your intention. You're going there to net weave to see if I can use my expertise, my knowledge to help them, like I say, kick the ball further down the street or connect them with someone else that mm-hmm. can be a support to them reaching their goal or launching their prodigal ideas. Yeah, I love I love just the reframe of network to net weave because you really are weaving together um, people and connections and supporting one another. And when we do that, it's actually stronger when it's woven together, it's harder to pull apart. Right. Versus like, if it was just connected, there's that one breaking point, but if it's woven together, you've got each other that when you try and pull it apart, it's a lot harder, which is it just fascinating. That's a great way to take a look at it. I love that. Relationships of substance. Mm -hmm. relationships that are not superficial, Mm -hmm. relationships that are not created to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. self-serving. That's where you thrive and you soar. Yeah, it's so true. I was listening to um, another podcast and unfortunately I don't remember the name of the gal that was mentioning it, but she was saying, you know, when she's connecting with people, she's like, what is your big ask? right now. You know, if I could hand you and I wrote it down on a, on a post-it note, because I loved it so much. It's like, if I could just hand you something that you needed right this minute, what would it be? A connection to a person, a type of person, an introduction, an actual tool, you know, what's your big ask and leading with that generosity and leading with that as a question versus, 
oh, this is all about me and this is what I'm, I'm doing and I don't really care about where you're at in life. Um, but having that that mindset, mind shift that really um, kind of resonated with me on, on what is your big ask? And to add on to that, Shay, I will simply just ask as well, how can I support you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are here. Why? Yeah. How can I support you? What can I do? How can I support you today in this moment mm-hmm. to help yeah. you move and like idea further? Like you said, it, it comes back to you like tenfold, right? You know, I, I was connecting with somebody the other day where they weren't quite ready to, you know, be somebody that could work with me. You know, they're starting out, but they are needing to bring on a new person like an OBM. And I was like, oh, let me go ahead and connect you with one of my connections. Right. And she was just like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm when I'm ready for you and we get this settled, I'm totally coming back. That wasn't necessarily my intention to have them come back to me, but okay, great. I would love to have you come back and we could work together and collaborate, which would be really, really fun. But my intention was to support because I know more often than not that, you know, me being the resource, they're going to come back and be like, okay, this is where I'm at now. Now, where do we go? Okay, great. <laughs> no, and no strings attached. Right, that's the thing. No arterial motive. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people, we live in a world where people scratch their heads about it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm like, no, here you go. And you can tell them that I sent you. Yeah. Use my yeah. name. Right, because my name is important, right? And people know that out there. And when you become known as somebody that is creating those weaving, woven, woven networks, yes, right? Yes, got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you become a resource and an asset and, you know, the go-to person without you even realizing it, which is kind of cool, right? But it's really those connections um, that I think also add to the new economy that you're talking about where you are only, you know, two degrees apart from your next big, huge client or love of your life or, you know, whatever. All of it. All of it. it. (laughs) Right? All of it. All of it. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Okay. So um, it hasn't always been this way, I'm sure. Um, We know in business and entrepreneurship, it takes a little bit of something in order to like scale and grow. So if you wouldn't mind kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit and sharing with us and the audience a little bit of maybe some of the challenges that have come up or some of the things that you've learned as you continue to scale and grow um, your business and kind of what you learned out of it. Well, I'll talk first about some of the the challenges that Mm -hmm. happened to me that made me re- focus or reframe the way I work with my clients. Mm -hmm. You heard me say earlier on, Shay, that one of the things that we do that we really zone in to identify blind spots to impede upon, that impedes upon um, a woman's success when they're launching their business or project or an idea. I found that in my coaching and training and doing workshops that I was always, well, initially focused on 
the business, how you launch, let's get the marketing, let's do, let's, let's zone in on prospecting sales, let's put this marketing strategy together, whatever it may be, let's, let's come on, let's do some cost benefit analysis, let's get these, let's, you know, get the finances together, let's, this, you know, let's, the, the proper, you know, all those steps yeah. that you have in your, your, your business plan. But then I found out, I started to see that when some of the women hit a stumbling block, it had absolutely nothing to do with their capabilities, their expertise. It was probably something that was going on either at home Mm -hmm. or personally. And I started to, and this is a broad stroke, and I don't know if you ever heard of this term that men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti. And no, of course, what does that and, mean? And of course, this is a broad stroke and it doesn't apply to everyone. But that by gender, usually men will compartmentalize things. Oh, okay. They have the disability. They just put things, you know, something's happening personally, children, relationship, whatever. They can put it on the shelf come in the office, go out, you know, to their, their places of work, their businesses, and still do a killer job. A woman will bring all that stuff with her. Mm. If she finds herself spacing out what usually that all of it going back to that interwoven again. Mm -hmm. And so usually now when I approach my workshop, I put my fingers on the pulse in terms of their happiness skill, their joy skill. How are things working out personally? Now, my workshops is deal, deals with the total woman. So I say that she soars become the ultimate professional development and transformational workshop with a B12 shot of therapy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Sometimes we have to tackle and, and not get into any gory details. It could be something on a scale of one to 10 in all these areas, Mm -hmm. um, 10 being the highest, um, what is a satisfying life look like for you in each one of these areas? Where do you rank yourself? Mm-hmm. relationship your careers educate whatever it may be and then now we move the needle how can we move the needle closer to 10 which would look like a more satisfying life for you and how we put an action plan in place so it doesn't um that it doesn't seep over into mm-hmm. the way that you work mm-hmm. yeah so I love that you know you started out going with all the how-tos and like the the just like check things off the list type of way of looking at business and that you ended up adjusting, you know, essentially noticing what was coming up for your audience and your women coming in to your workshops or in your training or in your coaching and essentially constantly being doing what I call market research. You know, you're constantly asking your clients or your potential clients, what's coming up for you? What are the stumbling blocks? What's the gap? And how do we adjust it? So I love that a part of, and maybe this is subconsciously or very consciously, you're constantly going, okay, where are we at now? How do we adjust? How do we continue to create further impact with our ideal audience so that they can continue to soar? I just love that piece of it. And that's a a great behind the curtain moment. If somebody's not conscious and aware 
to maybe make that a part of their um, perspective going forward. And if I can add, just to talk about one of the things that I found that came up quite often, and I've even been guilty of it, Shay, is that these women on paper, phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal, educated, just, just phenomenal. And what's been coming up is like, it, I will call it the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone around them see how fantastic they fantastic they are, how wonderful they are, and their confident confidence meter did not match the way everyone around them see see or view them. Yeah, and it's amazing how these little things would creep in, and once again, it, it's a blind spot, it's subconscious. And really seep in on the way that they work, the way that they do. They, they're they brilliant, but then they'll think that I have nothing to say. I don't have anything to say. No one don't really want to listen to me. Why would they choose me, you know, invest in my business? And it's like, are you kidding me? Who wouldn't want to work with you? It comes up. It comes up yeah. and it's a blind, it, it becomes a blind spot. Sometimes yeah. just didn't know it existed. Yeah. And I think it it goes back to being a community and and having a coach or having somebody that can be like, hey, did you realize that this might be a blind spot for you? Because you're like, well, no, I did it. It's a blind spot. (laughs) There's a reason they have this little clicker thing blinking on the side of the car when you're wanting to change lanes. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. a blind spot. And so, you know, being a part of the the net weaving and community and the new economy, I feel is definitely a next best step for our audience if they're not currently involved in something is to get involved in something, a community that is looking to support you in soaring and taking a look at what is um, the best next step for you. Would you agree? Absolutely, absolutely. And when you speak about community, there's something that I I go over um, with my group of women and I'll share with you. It comes from a game that I played with my grandmother as a little girl and I love it to this day. I'll challenge anyone. Connect Four. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Connect Four. I'm the Connect Four queen. At least I claim, you know, I'm going to just take that title right now. You know, not that it exists anywhere. But um, was my grandmother's favorite game and it's a game that I love playing with her. But I use that analogy when it comes to community. You know, the game you win by four, to having the checkers, one color, four cross, vertically, you know, or horizontal, horizontally up or down. I mean, across or vertically or diagonally. Yep. And so same thing with our community. The horizontal for cross represents our people that's our peers, people that's in the same line of work that we can mm-hmm. glean from, that we can share nuggets. We can share ideas. What are you doing? How are you doing? This is what I'm doing in my industry. And the four, the four vertical represents at least have four of the women in your in your connection, in, in your circle that um that are mentors that you aspire to be like. This can even be coaches. Honestly, it could be a virtual mentor. There are people mm-hmm. that I watch 
watch even from a distance. It can be, you can learn a lot from people's success stories and their autobiographies from their master classes. So you may not know them personally, but you can glean from their stories in the way that we're sharing now. That's the vertical. Then going down is to always, as we're going to our next, to be intentional about there's somebody that's in the space that that woke up that morning to say, I want to do this. Just like we were in that space. So to be intentional and reaching back, reaching down to support and mentor or give advice to those who are trying to come up. And then lastly is the four di diagonal. Those, that's what I will call the outliers. So to go outside of your network, if I'll use an example, let's say a photographer, you may join a national association of photographers. Okay. That represent your peers. You're all doing the same thing. You're all vying for the same business, but you may join a, I don't know, women who run club and find out that they can use your photography skills because you went outside of your network, but then that's a group that still can use your photography expertise mm -hmm. instead of trying to get business in the association where there's tens of thousands of people that do what you do. Mm -hmm. Constantly look diagonal, constantly look for the, you know, the outliers that, um, and to to work and to connect in a space that's outside of the things that you do on a day-to-day. -day. And it also stretch, stretches you because mm -hmm. it takes you out of your comfort zone because you may be in a circle of people who don't speak your language, speak your genre, you know, and do the things that you do, but it becomes fun. Yeah. Remain so open. The, the little um, unknown secrets and lessons that grandma taught you through Connect Four. Look at that. Years <laughs> later, it, it, it literally clicked years yeah. later. Not, I didn't know it then, but yeah. through, through the game, through the game, like, oh, yeah, that's bro. powerful. That's absolutely powerful. Thank you for sharing that. I'm, I'm glad we, we, we were able to kind of jump into that because who knows, we probably didn't even have that on our list to talk about today. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, as we start to kind of wrap up here, I would love to know, you know, how can uh, people stay connected with you? Is there anything that you would like to gift our audience today? Sure. So you can reach me, my social media handles, SheSource on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And my website is SheSource.com. And I would love to gift your audience with a introductory workshop, they can email me at wesoar at shesource.com. And the workshop is called Operation 1440. And 1440 represents the number of seconds that every human being has mm -hmm. in a day. And depending on what you do with your 1440 shade and what I do with mine would determine how the next 1440 look. Mm -hmm. today, tomorrow, a month, and a year from today. So I'm offering a free, um, every, your listeners, just email me, mention that they've been on this show. That's important. On the, They listen to your podcast on this show, and I will send them information to our next introductory 
Operation 1440. That's so generous of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, this is really fun. I think we've kind of looked at a couple of different aspects, looked at the new economy, looked at how Connect Four comes into play with it, you know, like what does it look like to move forward and create impact and, you know, behind the scenes of how to continue to scale and grow. Is there any last um, kind of final parting thoughts that you would like to leave our audience with today? Just to stay in harmony, Shay, she laughs, she plays, she thrives, she soars, live life, work hard, ha play hard and work hard because life is not a dress rehearsal. I this love is it. it. This live, is it. Live, 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 live. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today. Look forward to connecting with you all on the next episode of Creating Powerful Impact. Until then, have an amazing day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.